Hey everyone, Kareem Ray here, and today I have Akeem Garcia on with us. Akeem, how's it going? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's my pleasure. So can you please introduce yourself to the viewers? Uh, my name is Akeem Garcia. Uh, currently uh, playing a CPL for uh, the Halifax Wonders. Nice. I'm uh, 20. 25 years of age and um, from Trinidad and Tobago. Nice. Have you played uh, for the Trinidad, uh, to, uh, Trinidad, Trinidad Tobago <laughs> team? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I have. I have. I have. Nice. Uh, I have, uh, uh, I think, five, five or four cups here. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse the questions here. I'm going to ask you, I usually do this at the end, but I'm going to ask you 10 fun questions because we've never met each other. This is our first time. Hopping on as yeah. well. and I, again, I just want to thank you for doing this, um, allowing me yeah, to yeah. you. So yeah. let's, let's just break the ice. I'll ask you uh, ten fun questions, and then we'll just dive into you and how you became oh, a yeah. professional footballer. Sounds good, man. Let's go. Okay, bless. So the first question is, um, who's your favorite football team? Uh, Real Madrid. Madrid. Um, yeah. who's your favorite player? My favorite player. Uh, this. Gonna sound bad, but like I've always uh, admired uh, Aiden Hazard, but he hasn't playing been playing well uh, recently. So um, probably right now I have to say uh, Benzema. Benzema, for yeah. sure. It's killing it. Yeah. What about your yeah. what boots are you wearing right now? What are your favorite boots? Uh, I like Nikes, but uh, I recently liked uh, how uh, the Puma Kings felt. So I think um, I'll keep uh, keep wearing them from now on. The Puma Kings. Nice. Do you have a sponsorship right now? I know you're playing in the CPL. Do you have a blue sponsorship? Uh, no, no, not right now. Not right now. I haven't uh, had any offers with that yet. Hopefully, I do, though. <laughs> yeah, hopefully soon. I mean, you're in the CPL. That's D1, Division 1 right there. Um, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite food? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to say, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have a favorite, but like, there's a couple of dishes from uh, back home that I really like. Uh, there's uh, something called a pela roti, you know? It, it, it differs, man. Like, I, I don't have a favorite favorite, but... Yeah. What's it called? What was it called? Uh, it's called pela uh, roti. Uh, we have a lot of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, bacon shark, so, you know, it differs. I haven't been home in a while, so, like, uh, I, I miss it. You're still here in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, still in Canada. Do you, are you planning to go back to Trinidad or are you, are you going to stay in Canada until next season? Yeah, I'm staying here until next season. Um, just to focus more like working out. Uh, so at the end of next season, uh, I, will, I will go home to visit for a bit and just try to figure out uh, any upcoming situations after next year. Absolutely. And do you, do you have a lot of family over here or is everyone back home? No, no, I have no, no, no family. Um, just uh, my uh, fellow teammate from uh, Trinidad. That's right. Uh, roommate, yeah. So, so uh, we just, yeah, no family. You know, most of the time we just chill, chill together and stuff like that. But I, I have friends, other friends. Uh, got a, like other friends in like Toronto and other one stuff. 
So we like go over there. We'll probably hang out once once we're not busy with uh, games and training and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite artist right now? Uh, singer. Yeah, I have to say uh, uh, his voice. Uh, he's a soca artist uh, from Trinidad as well. So Make up I think soca. he's my yeah. <laughs> I think he's my favorite uh, artist for now. Who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I think Messi is better. I think uh, overall uh, soccer player, I think Messi has it all. He's naturally talented, you know. But I would have to say Ronaldo is just the definition of hard work and uh, perseverance. So uh, two of them is great. And uh, we are lucky to be witnessing uh, them playing this in our generation, you know, that we can get to see them play. So we're lucky for that. But if I have to choose one, I'll have to go with Messi. Even coming from a Real Madrid fan, I have to say Lionel Messi. Yeah. True. So, um, do you play FIFA? Yeah, of course. Okay, I okay. think everyone plays FIFA. <laughs> so if, if me and you are about to play FIFA, we have $100 on the line. Yeah. Who's, who's, who's your team? Who are you going to? Right now, 100 is on the line. I'll have to say... How I play FIFA, I'll be good at Liverpool and that one. Yeah, that's yeah. my team too, Liverpool's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, would you rather two goals in a game or one goal, one assist? Two goals because uh, I'm a striker, you know, that's that's basically what we get paid for as a, as a striker, you know. Uh, sometimes it's not. I say two goals because sometimes it's not as pleasurable as uh, as uh, like when you leave the the pitch and you haven't scored or you haven't con- contributed. So I'll definitely have to say two goals. And like my mind changed about that recently because the first year I came to Halifax, I was a winger, so I would love to assist, you know. But since like the mindset of a striker, I have to say it's changed. So I definitely have to say uh, two goals. Absolutely. And would you rather score a free kick or a PK in the last minute? Last minute? <laughs> For the excitement, I would have to say uh, 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 a free kick. But, yeah, yeah, a free kick. But I don't take free kicks uh, for my team. I more so take a penalty. So if I'm being more realistic, I will have to say a penalty in the last minute, which is probably a bit more pressure would be on you when you're about to kick that penalty for sure 100 and the last one if you were a coach and you're able to sub in any player in history to win you the game who would that be subbing uh my favorite player of all time is the original ronaldo so i have to say he rarely would be on the bench, but if I have to sub in any player, I have to say the Brazilian Ronaldo for sure. To win me a game, I'll bet everything on it. Okay, awesome. So let's dive yeah. into you, Akeem. Yep. Um, these are all questions for you now. Can you take us back in time to the beginning and, and share with us, you know, how you got involved into the beautiful game? Take us back to like day one. You know, how old were you? Where, where were you? And who introduced you to yeah. the game? 
So in Trinidad, uh, you know, as we call it back home in Trinidad, it's called football, right? So um, my dad, uh, it had uh, one Christmas. I was, I was, uh, I'd say like six and uh, cricket is almost also famous in the Caribbean. You know, my dad is uh, was like big on sports. So he wanted me to do something, you know. Um, so one Christmas, he bought like a cricket, a cricket bat and like a soccer ball for me. And uh, I just like, uh, I got these two presents and he noticed uh, I kind of like drew onto the soccer ball a bit more, playing with it more, whatever. So I started like from age seven, I joined a team called the uh, Rima Ball Masters. Uh, when I was 10, I, I broke my... Uh, my leg uh, uh, in a training session. So my dad uh, moved me to another team called uh, San Juan uh, Jablote. And from there, it's, it's just been like a, still like a stepping stone because uh, I think it's like Jablote is one of the best youth teams in the country uh, in terms of just a lot of talented youths just get drawn to uh, the club, you know? Um so I have to say that was definitely like a stepping stone for me. And then after there was like, I got called for the under 15 national team while I was playing in Jabote and also going to school, you know. So I've, get a, I've gotten the opportunity to play with the under 17 uh, national team twice and also the under 20 national team twice, you know. So yeah, I will have, and then I went uh, in the country, one of the best soccer in terms of soccer, one of the best schools for soccer, you know. So, like, when you're a youth coach at that point in time, at my era, going to that school, um, coaches will, will look for, for players a part of that school, you know. So, I was I was a bit fortunate in my, uh, my uh, I think, uh, with the help of my parents and uh, close friends and family that was helping me make uh, the correct decisions at that age. I was lucky to like make good decisions and I was fortunate enough to like get lucky. Um, um, like say I played on the 17 twice. I got the experience to play the CONCACAF twice, qualifiers, whatever, and under 20. So, you know, so that was definitely like to come to Canada. That was definitely a big part of it because, uh, at the under 20, when I was playing there the second time, Stephen Hart was, uh, one of the technical directors for Canada's on the for us, and then my last under seventeen, Stephen Hart was the technical director for Canada. Mm. So um, I had experiences with him twice before, and uh, so luckily enough, like he he looked at me and like he chose, uh, like he picked me to come to this team, and uh, I'm super grateful for him. I'm super grateful for that, and. Uh, one of the most important persons to the is a coach called Derek King. Uh, after I I did uh, I did I had an injury and like he just uh, brought me back to where I was before that injury. You know, just like a motivator. Every team he went to in the country he would take me, and I just followed him. And uh, I was lucky enough to have him, and he came as the the assistant coach for uh, Halifax Wonders in 2019. And so he was a big part of, of it as well, you know. So super grateful for uh, my family helping me make those decisions. Um, and so a big shout out to Derek King and uh, Stephen Hart for also helping me this opportunity. And 
help my game grow, you know. I think um with what what happened a lot like with uh with with Derek King, like he all like, you know, he demands quality, you know, all the time. Same with Coach Hart, like and the coaches I heard had in my past, my school coach, uh Michael Grayson as well, they always guys that demanded quality. So you had no choice if you want to play for them. You have to be better, otherwise you're not gonna play. So super shout out, super grateful for for these guys. And I'm just uh that's uh basically uh, my story of like, you know, just transitioning to like where I was and uh, I was started and where I where I'm at now. Absolutely. Connections are huge and obviously you're a quality player. And, you know, a huge shout out to those guys with saying that what age did you sign your first professional contract? How old were you? I signed uh, with a team called, uh, well, at that time, it was uh, the number one team in the country. From my understanding, I could be wrong. I signed with a team called W Connection at uh, 18, 18 years of age. Um, Just turned 18, actually say like two weeks and I was able to sign uh, my first professional contract with them and they've they've also helped me a lot and we played in a CONCACAF and in CFU qualifiers and stuff like that so that also helped my experience like a bit you know to play against some of the top teams in North America you know absolutely what country what what country was this in when you signed at 18 Uh, uh, Trinidad this was in Trinidad yeah so Trinidad, you're 18, you signed your first professional contract. Yeah. How did it feel? Uh, it felt amazing. Um, <laughs> this might sound bad, but like, I'm, like I didn't really like to go to school. Um, <laughs> so the time I, I found out, like when I like got to do, get paid to do what I love, it, it was just a different feeling, you know? Um, but in saying that, like, Soccer is not an easy job. I realized that after my first season, I'm like, damn, you know. So like, it's not an it's not an easy job, but it's a different feeling when you can wake up every day and you're going to do what you love. Sometimes you wake up, you're not feeling to train, but when you start a train, you be you get into it and just uh, you feel like, you know, like you did something good for the day. So I I never regretted it once, and uh, it's. The, the feeling I was couldn't explain like his first professional contract, you know, so it was, I was just happy in the moment and uh, grateful for it. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned like once you signed your first professional contract, it seems as if a couple of things changed for you, you know, yeah. what changed on the field, what changed outside of the field? Because now you're 18, you're a young man at that time, yeah. you know, you're a professional footballer. That's, I always say this, and sometimes in an interview, but you, you you become the part of the 1% because there's 200 to 300 million players in the world yeah. that play for fun, and there's only around yeah. 200 to 300 professional yeah. footballers in the world. Yeah. The the main thing, and I'll have to say, like, some of my guys, you actually spoke about it, talk about it a lot, is that the competition, you know, um, the competition for places that like uh, it's just you have to be on top of your game even when you're not having a good game say you're a technical player you're not having a good game in that aspect you have to do something different you have to put in the work you know um for me like uh, uh my mindset is like we're all teammates we're all friends whatever but 
in training, when you see you, you're, you're competing for a place, you're fighting for a contract, you're fighting to stay. If you want to move on, you know, you always have to try your best to be consistent. And um, I think that's the most difference with playing it for free and playing it as a job because at the end of the day, you 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 demand better of yourself. You know, you do, you always have to keep striving to be better. Um, one thing, like uh, even my coaches tell me, like they and watching some Premier League games, you wonder like why some players they're playing for so long and they're at the same level and stuff like that. But being a professional, you have to like always keep getting better. You can't keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. Like, yes, mistakes will happen, but like with the mistake, you have to see the intent with it. You know, you can't make like silly, like silly mistakes at that level. And that was like one of the the most uh, things that blew my mind because when I just started, like I used to, I was a winger. So I used to keep dribbling and dribbling. And I thought that was my strength, but like I had to change that because at that level, like if you keep playing like that, you're not going to last long, you know. So my mind grew in the game as well, you know. I start, you know, when I was playing for free, like I would watch Premier League games on a Saturday, whatever, and I would just go kick a ball. But like, no, you have to spend time learning about the game, your position, how you can get the upper hand on your opponent. So as time passed, like I'm 25 now, so I say like I got to get five years, like, learning and still have a lot to learn and understanding so like i've spent time like you know just trying to get upper hand on your opponents and you know just seeing studying the game not just by like playing it but like trying to understand and watching it on your spare time just you know talking about it and stuff like that so there's a lot there's a lot to learn about this game and i still have so much more to learn and once you're open to it, I think that's the that's the best way you can uh, keep at your best, you know? Right. And, you know, this is your liberty. This is your job right here. And yeah, football, there's only 11 players on the pitch. And then there might be 10, 15 players on the bench. Yeah. You, yeah. you mentioned it already, talking about fighting for your position. What goes into that mentally, right? Because these are supposed to be your teammates. Your friends, yeah, you guys are also fighting for position to to yeah, yeah. Be on the field, there's only eleven players. So what goes into yeah. that for you? How, how do you look at it? How do you think about it? And how do you go about it? Yeah, um, first to say, football is a team sport, right? So whatever you do, like if you're on the bench, because I can say for myself, the season hasn't finished yet because. We still have a final to play. Well, there's still a final to play in the season, you know. But for us, it's over. So, like this season, I can say for myself, I spent majority on the time, like on the bench, you know, because I wasn't having a good year and I wasn't doing what I'm known for, which is scoring. I wasn't. So the guys that were performing well, they deserve a chance to play. So mentally, as a player, what you gotta do is like you just have to come on the pitch and try to be better, and you also have to support your teammates. Because it's a team sport at the end of the day, you know, if it was like a, there is personal achievements to like, you know, for yourself to, to, to earn and to, to get you other contracts in the future. But it's a team sport and you have to, you know, like help your teammates, make the team better, you know, so it's, it's, it's very complicated, you know, it's, 
at the end of the day, sometimes you, you got to put yourself second and support your teammates and you, you, you will expect the same from them when you're like having a good time or whatever. So like at the end of the day, like we, we all have to be friends. We all have to support each other, you know, on the field, of course, even off the field, if you can help a guy. And I think uh, mentally, yeah, it's not always there because you want to play. But when you get your opportunity, you have to take it. It's, yeah, you know, so as I said, and it, it comes back down to competition, being competitive, you know, so that's a game, man. That's a game. If, you, if you're if you weak as a professional, I don't think you, you will you will last uh, long. You have to be strong mentally, you know? And even though, like, you feel like you're getting an injustice, you still have to work harder and you still have to keep proving yourself. And that's the lesson I personally learned this year. Like, you have to keep proving yourself no matter, like, what happened in the past, what you did. It's a new season. It's a new year, new upcoming years. And there are people, like, oh, dear, like, everyone wants to play so you have to keep proving yourself you know so this this game is not about history it's about no so like you gotta keep being your best and you gotta keep keep just keep demanding more of yourself yeah absolutely um so you mentioned Kim, you mentioned that you play you play as a, you went from a winger and now you play as a striker uh, yeah. What tips can you share with aspiring soccer players that play the same position as you? What What are three tips that you would share with with other strikers that want to become better? Yeah, um, for me, uh, first of all, as a striker, you know, you you know, you talk to other players before. You know, I'm sure they probably told you this, but we're the most loved and the most hated, right? So. Uh, the first thing, and my coaches always tell me this, is to always be focused, you know, in and around the goal. Like, never think that, oh, this is an easy chance. I already scored, you know. Just keep focusing in, in, in front of the goal. Take your chance, you know. Um, for me personally, like, I play to my strength also as a striker. So I know I'm not the, how can you say, the tallest or my chances of scoring a header over a defender that's toilet I mean that's rare so I studied the game and I tried to play against uh, try to play to my strength um, and another another a big point for me is confident you know um, as a striker when you're not scoring you feel like you know you need to but for me like you need to get confidence before you like try and get confidence in yourself before you actually start scoring every game and stuff like that because that way you will take chances, you will take risks and don't be afraid to to take risks, you know, that's as a striker, you never know, you know, like a goal is a goal, you score a spectacular goal, you score a, a ricochet goal, it's still 1-0 it's still 2-0 the, 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 the point still is the same, you know, so that's 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 my, my advice, I think um, yeah, that's my advice and I've heard you say this multiple times, you know, you watch the Premier League, study the game. How important to you, you know, now is it to, to study the game, to make sure that you're playing to your strengths? How important is it to study the game? Uh, it's the, it's, it's very important, I must say, because you, you always, as I said, you always learn new stuff. You never stop learning. Um, 
sometimes you like say, oh, like in a game, like I should, I should have done this and I should have done that. And, and I think that's where you improve. Uh, studying the game is the only way you can improve your game. And when you see that situation comes while you're playing, you will know how to deal with it. Probably with a little more composure you had the last time or probably you handle the situation better. You know, so I think like when you study the game more, you keep improving because there's always room for improvement. Got it. Yeah, that's a great point. So, you know, what sacrifices have you and your family made for football? Sacrifice? Oh, my God. The first, the um, for me, being away from my family, it's not like a, I'm very family orientated. So, like, it's not like a, it's not like a normal thing for me because I grew up with my family always around me. So, <laughs> that's a sacrifice on its own. I think um, I did, uh, I did, I had a couple injuries. So, um, my mom sometimes, you know, I wasn't fortunate where I would have like, I had like everything, you know, for me, you know, um, I was fortunate in the way that I had you no know, stuff to eat and uh, stuff to think, but uh, I had like a lot of sacrifice. Because so one time I had a child in Mexico and my uh, family had us to basically like make up like $10,000 in, uh, in like a week. For me, you know, they cut a fundraiser, they threw a barbecue, and I was able to do that. So, you know, coming from the Caribbean, there's a lot of sacrifices to be made because right now we're ranked pretty low. So, you know, sacrifices, it's, it's, it's a number. It's, it's going to have to be, to be done. Yeah. Got it. I mean, yeah, that means I know footballers make tons and tons and tons of sacrifice for the beautiful game. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what comes with it. What are, you know, what are three things um, you like about the league? Because now you're playing in the CPL, the Canadian yeah. League. I just want to yeah. add some history into this real quick. It's something, I've, I've lived in Canada for, for 21 years now. And uh, yeah. it's something that we've been, all, all of us, like all, all players, we've been wishing for this because we, we never had that stepping stone to the next yeah. level. Now we do for the next generation. And yeah, yeah. Akeem, you're playing in it right now. You're making history. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what are three things you like about it right now? Um, I like uh, the way they're pushing the league. You know, um, everything everything that's uh, that's happening, it's pretty awesome. Uh, from the, the coverage, the one soccer, the 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 way it's done you know like the you you look at as an experienced soccer professional soccer player you 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 look at the guys traveling you know the stuff like that the hotels you know uh just the lifestyle of the 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 like the players like you know when you come into the league you notice like 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 these things you know you get experience you know like the atmosphere and fans cheering you on you know like you know, pushing you, motivating you and stuff like that. It's just awesome. I think another one too, like, I think the quality of the league is, is pretty, I was here in 2019, so it have really grown from uh, from 2019 to this year, you know? Akeem, how important is it for you to keep not only a healthy body, but a healthy mind as well? Um, I think without a... Uh, 
a healthy healthy body uh, i don't think you can perform to your maximum or perform to your best so i think that's a uh, very important um just keeping a healthy body keeping a uh, you know and uh, a a healthy mind uh, you know just i don't know like uh, for me like that comes in the same uh, sentence as like supporting your teammates always being positive trying to you know trying to be the best you can be like understand like the situation what's happening and don't lose focus so it's important to do those things to be your best you know um i think uh, so it's important to 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 allow those things to actually be your best and put up perform the way you you want to fitness wise and technical wise is there anything that you do like you know obviously you're a very strong mental person you're away from family you know since 2019 yeah. um to 2021 now moving into 2022 yeah. how important yeah. is it to to be mentally strong you know to to endure those yeah. sacrifices you know to be to have to perform you know yeah first of all you have to have your goal you have to set your goals uh, whether it be uh, as a team or personal you know so my goal is to to be the top scorer in a year you know but and also with the team is to uh, is to win the league um so when you have these goals i think uh, the mindset you will have is uh, you don't want yes you're away from your family but you want to achieve your goals and the only way you achieve those goals is by me being away from my family being able to take care of uh, my family you know whatever they want you know so for me uh the sacrifice is not really a sacrifice when you understand your goal and you want to achieve your goal right and you you just i like that you mentioned goals what are some the season's over so what are your goals for next year 2022 uh for me uh as the same to be the top scorer you know um i think as a striker that should be your goal you know i think if you settle for anything less uh, i don't think you sh- you know it's 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 good so as a striker i think that's your position don't matter what type of striker you are you're a striker and a striker is your job is to score goals you know so um or assist so um i think the goal is to be the top scorer or to score a lot of goals in the the league even if you don't achieve it uh um you should say oh i got to work harder you know so my goal is to 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 be the top scorer again you know for the upcoming season right and you know scoring goals is the most important thing for a striker when when you score a goal how does it usually make you feel you know obviously you go and celebrate but <laughs> yeah that's your that's your job to go and score a goal how yeah, does yeah. it make you feel uh it's an it's an amazing feeling you know it differs like if you score a goal to to go on top or you score a winning goal or you you score a goal to bring your team back in the game you know it's a, it's an amazing feeling um it's a feeling i can never get used to in which means like i will never get a, accustomed to it. like when when i score i feel the same way i feel happy you know every time so uh 
like I just want to keep having that feeling. So like, it's a feeling like no other. I think, especially if you score a winning goal or you're in the final, you score a goal, you know. So yeah, it's an amazing feeling. Right, and you play a striker. So let's t- dive in a little bit into the CPL. Is there a defender that you don't like playing against, or a defender that you're like, man, this guy is good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to say my toughest uh, opponent thus far in the CPL. I'll have to say uh, from 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 York. I'll have to say uh, Dominic Satar. Because I think he like he's he's big, but he's strong, but he's also fast. Mm. So you know, sometimes like most defenders are not that fast. So you know, you will try to get a notch on them. You will try to beat them on pace most of the time. But he recovers pretty well, and I think he's smart and he's also strong. So you have to be focused when you play against him for sure. Because he will take the ball from you. He will. He will shove you off the ball and stuff like that. Another one too. Uh, is, I have to say, uh, the guy from Calgary. I forget his name. I think it's uh, it's Norman or something like that. I think he plays for Calgary center back. He's also a really good defender. Also, he's not as fast, but he's very smart. You know, so he does the simple things. Um, he makes the game like easy and. Uh, and I think uh, he's he's a very very good player, very very good player. I think two of them is definitely my my toughest opponent in the league thus far. Yeah. Right. And besides besides yourself, who would you say is a striker in the league that you're like, whoa, this guy is it's a striker? Yeah. Uh, can I say someone from my team or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, I have to say. Uh, in terms of scoring goals, I'll have to say definitely Jao, Jao Morelli. Uh, really, really composed, really smart player, you know. Uh, deceivingly very fast. <laughs> he can pass, uh, he's technical, he's, he's good. Um, another one too, I'll have to say is uh, Joe Mason from uh, Calgary. He's, he's, I, I like him, he's really, really good, very smart player. You cannot switch off when you're playing against him, for sure, for sure, for sure. There's a couple of strikers in the league. Uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you guys are, you guys are really good. Another good one too. He plays with a uh, Pacific is Diaz. You know, he's very, very good first touch, very smart, confident on the ball. You know, wants to make things happen. So, I think <laughs> I, I, sorry, I can't name one. I have to name three. You know, uh, strikers are. Uh, that that I admire and I think is they're 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 very good for me personally. Right. And who would you say played a really significant role in you getting where you are today? I mean obviously you have your family, your friends. Yeah. But um yeah. let's keep it football related. Let's keep it inside football. Who would you say is that go to person that you know you just remember? It could be more than one, but yeah. Let's try to I mean yeah. if possible. Yeah. Besides my family, I have to say for sure have to be a guy named Derek King. Um, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, every team he went to in Trinidad, I went to, he coached me with on a 20 national team. Um, when I was injured for a while, uh, he he took me and he was like, I talked to him, he was like, I'm going to get you back. 
where you're supposed to be. And I think, hey, man, of course, of course, Coach Steven is responsible for me playing at Halifax today as we speak. So I think uh, I have to say Coach Coach Derking is the main, like, I've, like, I've had a lot of people that helped me in my life, but the guy that made something happen, I'll have to say Coach Coach Derek King for sure. Um, very good mentor, demands the best from you and only the best. Don't care if you're tired. Don't care if you had a game yesterday and you have to play today again. It doesn't matter to him. And the most important thing about him is uh, he's a winner. I remember one time we already won the league back home and he still wanted us to win. We had two more games after we were to spare. We already won the league back home and he still wanted us to win. He was mad at halftime when the scorers were one nothing though, you know. So he's a winner. No matter the situation, he's a winner. And I, and I, I learned a lot under him uh, in terms of that. And I have to say, like, he's the guy that actually made believed in me to the top and then made something happen uh in terms of me getting a, a professional contract abroad. Nice. So they those those two played a, a huge role. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are three tips uh, you can share with the viewers that want to go pro? First thing, and this is this is very uh Difficult for me to say because I've had uh, problems with it early in my career where I made a lot of excuses is uh, being consistent. And uh, my uh, roommate also told me that in 2019, he was like, to take your game to the next level, you got to be consistent. So I would play, used to play one game really good and the next game I would play okay. And then the, the game after really good. And the next game, bad, really good. You know, it, it differs. So my, uh, my um, at one of the advice I have to give, try your best to be consistent, you know. Um, another thing is understand your strength. Understand your quality. If, you were, if you're a fast player, use that to your quality. Use that to contribute. If you're a technical player, if you're, you know, if you're slow by your technical, you know, just find out what you're good at and uh, and do it, you know. Um, and uh, one most important thing is uh, to to have a, a a mentality where no one can stop you. You know, you have a goal, you go for that goal, no matter what anyone says. Like you have, you know, you go for that goal and you do what's necessary to get that goal. And I think that. That uh, persistent, that bad mind will help you, uh, will help you uh, reach that goal and uh, and do anything possible to to get a, you know to achieve that. Absolutely, those are good tips. And the last question I have for you, for uh, Akeem, yeah. is what's your most most memorable football moment in your life? Uh, this is uh, a hard question. Um, only because uh, there's two moments that I like when things are going bad is that I like I replay my head to motivate me and to make me feel better about certain situations. One of them is uh, being able to to score the first ever goal for the Halifax Wonders. I think uh, that's a moment in history and that's it's already passed but 
it's a moment that will always be remembered and be a, like like celebrated um and uh two is uh my first time playing against uh Venezuela with a national team you know um and i said that because it gave me a different aspect of soccer in that way because when uh i made my debut in trinidad and uh, there weren't much uh, people in the stands you know because of like you know covid and whatnot but when i went to venezuela and you see like the the more supporters or the fans they want to throw stuff at you they're yelling at you they're they're like being the 12th man on the field i think that helped me realize that these guys are in a totally different level than me they played all over me i didn't know how to to stop them i didn't know how to track i didn't know how to defend you know and i was just like these guys are way better than me so i got to like step my game up if i want to go to the other level you know so i think those those two uh those two moments like live with me um they're cons- not constantly in my mind but like i like to remember remember them one is where an achievement and one is where something that uh, no one is an achievement i'm just fortunate to have and then and i'm grateful for and then the other one it just shows me like uh at that time those players are aware on a way higher level than me i was honestly way better than me so i think those two are the most uh, memorable like soccer moments i'll have to say uh i didn't put it in there but like the like being able to to get like uh, the golden boot last year but um i think that is a memorable moment as well but i think those two like stand out a lot because one taught me a lot and and one is just like a mem like you know a uh, uh, the thing that happened uh, for the club in history for the club so i'll have to go with those two <laughs> nice and i just want to make a comment here i really like the the point of you know the 12th man being the fans how how yeah. do you do how do you do with the fans they're there talking shit to you you know yeah how do you do speaking <laughs> they were speaking <laughs> spanish but with with the passion in their voice and like and like you know they're not saying something nice to you you know like you're not understanding what they're saying but you know they're like telling you something to throw you off or like you know to help their team you know sometimes it's not necessarily they want to do it but like it's their team so they're doing anything to help their team and it's the same thing with the players on the field like the mindset that you should have i should do anything to help my team and it's the same thing with the fans there at the time they were yelling they were screaming every attack uh they were on they were cheering them on every time we get the ball they were trying to throw us off you know so it was just a whole new <laughs> it was just like i was here and then i play like got to come on in that game and i realized oh the level is way up there and i'm way down here you know so mm-hmm. it just gave me motivation to get better man and that's that's what i learned from it that moment yeah absolutely All right, that was yeah. that was it. Um is there anything that you wanted to share or mention right now? Uh, I just I just want to say man thanks for having me. Um it's always a really a really good thing to like talk and like um to reach out to to people and like share your your story and your career with people. So 
uh, just want to say thanks for having me, man. And anytime we can chat again, anytime, uh, it's, it's, it's my pleasure, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again for, for hopping on the call. Um, again, like, I just want to, I want to thank you before we go and for you taking the time to join us here at One Soccer Nation, our podcast today. Yeah. Absolutely. No problem. And as I said, it's my pleasure. Yep.